Hey, Comet fans, it is New Year's resolution time, and maybe one of those resolutions is learning something new. How about axe throwing? Yes, learn to throw axes. It is the perfect New Year's resolution. Go to Combat Ops Arena. They'll show you how to do it. They also have an arcade. They have also got bowling, laser tag, a Nerf arena, everything you want for fun, and, of course, Axe throwing! You can throw axes. Combat Ops Arena. It's on Lay Road and at CombatOpsArena.com. They sponsor this podcast each and every week, and they make it happen. So speaking of making it happen, let's do this next show. Happy New Year, Comet fans. I hope everybody is doing well. I know I'm doing okay, because we've got a great podcast here today. It's a very special episode of the Combat Ops Arena Comets podcast, because we have two Comet legends on the show today, Teddy Wright and Norm Wozlowski. If you don't know these guys, I know it's a podcast, so maybe it's a younger audience, so if you don't know those names, go ahead and Google it. It's worth a Google. Check those guys out. They played with the Fort Wayne Comets back in the 1960s. They won a couple of Turner Cups, and they have stories for days. And these guys are the reason why we're able to have Comet Hockey today because, uh, you know, without these guys back in the 50s and 60s and 70s keeping this franchise alive, we wouldn't be going to hockey games this weekend at the Coliseum. So if you see these older guys, if you see someone like an Eddie Long or a George Drysdale around the Coliseum, please go up and thank them because those are the guys that have made Comet Hockey happen, including the guys today, Teddy Wright and Norm. Was Lasky. We had a great conversation. I actually got these guys over the summer. They just popped into the office one day right before training camp. Luckily, I had all my equipment set up and I was able to get those guys to sit down and tell some great hockey stories. So here is two Comet legends, Norm Wozlowski and Teddy Wright. Well, we're here with two Comet legends. We've got Teddy Wright and Norm Wizer Wozlowski right That's here right. Uh, in my office, uh, and we're going to talk a little old-school Comet hockey right now. And Guys, you you played back in the 60s, back in the glory days of hockey, and I'm sure we could just sit here. I could just hit record, and you guys could just – tell stories and that's what i'm gonna i'm gonna do give me one give me one norm we'll try shane we'll try well, you know the story that uh, always comes to mind is the, the one time we were coming back from st paul and uh we stopped at a rest area well actually it was a, a gas okay. station and uh nelly bullock everybody was going to the bathroom and nelly decided to go to the bathroom and everybody boarded the bus and we were about five or six miles down the road and they took a head count and all of a sudden they said uh oh Nelly's not on the bus, <laughs> so we we had to stop the bus and and turn around and, and uh, go back and get Nelly from the the gas 
station or a convenience store, whatever we stopped at. <laughs> and that still happens yet today. We, you know, we stop and we'll, we'll go to the gas station and everyone uh, is in charge of, of who you were sitting with or uh, uh, whoever the captain is. He's the one who's supposed to do that. So, uh, you know, some things uh, don't change. Yeah, my favorite story was I was telling Norm the other day. Uh, my favorite story was uh, Norm and I roomed together for quite a few years. And uh, one morning we got up and, you know, we had breakfast and that, and we came back and you have your little nap before you go out, and, uh, out on the ice. <clears throat> well, when we were leaving the hotel, Norm wasn't feeling good, so he said to me, he said, Ted, he says, go down and tell Ken Elliott that Ken Elliott was a coach at that time and tell Ken Elliott, he says that... Uh, uh, Norm couldn't play tonight because he was feeling not too bad. Well, we, you didn't tell Ken anything like that because he'd tell you to go to the rink. So I went down and told him, and Ken says, uh, he says, well, you go back up to the room and you tell Norm to come down, get on the bus, skate around in warm-ups, and if uh, he's not feeling good, then he can undress. So... He got out and Norm skated in warm-ups and Ken says, well, you're going to play. And Norm proceeded to score five goals that day. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. Yeah. <laughs> that was unbelievable. That, that's, I never forgot that. Yeah, Teddy brought that up the other day when he stopped over <laughs> yeah. to see me. And then besides getting five goals, I hit the goal post three times that night. <laughs> Who were you guys playing that night? I played uh, St. Paul. Yeah, St. Paul, Saint Paul yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. But... Shane, we lost the game eight to six. Oh, so the, the, <laughs> that was the, a sad part, right there. The defense wasn't doing its job that <laughs> night, but a lot, a lot of offense. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I love talking to to guys who played back in the day. Uh, you know, I've been around a while. I've been around this team thirty years. Uh, you know, I, I've 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 been there for the renewal of the rivalry with Toledo. And I love going back and hearing the stories from you guys. I've talked to pretty much every generation. We stopped playing Toledo in the 80s. I had a great conversation last year with Wayne Bishop, who was there in the 80s. Talked to Robbie Irons about the 70s. But going back to the 60s, when that rivalry was just amazing. And I just love to hear the stories about Fort Wayne and Toledo. Well, I think Teddy could tell you the best story. Because uh, we have to, after the first the periods were over, we had to uh, walk down the aisle and all the fans would be, you know, each side of you go to back to the dressing room. But Teddy has a good story about Toledo. Yeah, when when we were playing Toledo, they always, they threw things at you. They throw nuts and bolts at you. They threw cans at you because they sold beer in the, in the Coliseum there. And uh, we, ha we had this friend there because I had played in Toledo. So this friend of mine was a dentist there. He's the guy when I get knocked all my teeth out that took care of me. And uh, anyway, I was talking to them in the lobby. And here's this, I'm, I'm walking to the dressing room and here's this young guy about 20, 22, 23 years old. He's sticking his head in the, in the dressing room door, yelling at the players and swearing and that. And I come up behind him and picked him up brought him into the middle of the room and I put him down and uh, he started to cry so <laughs> somebody turned on the showers we took him and threw him in the showers <laughs> so that, never that forget was that one yeah <laughs> that you know that's old like you say it's old-time hockey 
So, but, uh, you know, that we, I can remember in Toledo a lot of times, uh, uh, they just, the police had to come. Right. Because they had, they had uh, riots. <clears throat> and the police would go in the opposite door from the dressing room. And they would beat these guys up and they'd take them out and we'd be on the bus and they'd take these guys out and they'd throw them in the, in the van and I guess they'd stop when their head hit it. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, those were great stories in Toledo, but you could also get, hit a guy in the boards and they used to have the screens, the old screens. Right. And you get a beer in your face. <laughs> yeah, they weren't they weren't afraid yeah. to, to throw any beer at you. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And so you guys are living down south now. Yeah, I live in uh, well, Bonita Springs, Florida, and I come back for the summer. And uh, Teddy's in Somerville, South Carolina, just outside of Charleston. And uh, Norm, you've you were an all vice official for many years too, right. so you've yeah. never really gotten away from Fort Wayne. And in in no, not really. I mean, because I did the stats up, you know, and for quite a few years, and then uh, when uh, I got done with that, that was the end of that. But uh, I coached the kids in minor hockey. My son played minor hockey, and but you know, I come, I came to quite a few games. I mean, didn't miss too many games. I do, you know, go to quite a few games down in Florida because the Florida Everblades. I'm only about uh, ten minutes from the rink, and so. Yeah, we don't get to go down no, there as no, much as we'd like. No. no. <laughs> In fact, the time they were down there, I was going to have all the guys over over to the house, like the uh, Bob and and uh, and the owners and that. And yeah. and uh, I got sick, and I even missed the three games. But I did go see them when I was living in the villages in Florida. I did go see them for three games when they or two games when they were playing in uh, Orlando. And then that might have been the last time I really talked to Bob for a long time because he had me on the radio with him. Yeah, I know uh, you were. You guys were two of Bob's favorites. I heard many stories about Teddy Wright and, and Norm well, Wislowski, and he was our favorite. Yeah, he's Bob favorite. was quite the guy. He was uh, he was amazing person, and we all loved him and we all miss him. Yeah. Special. He's a special, special guy. He sure yeah. was. Yeah. And Teddy, now what? Uh, after what did you? After you were done playing hockey, what was your career after that, or what was your path after that? Well, after I finished playing hockey, I uh, I was part owner in the sports den, sporting goods store, and then I went to Harvester. Uh, I worked at Harvester thirteen years in in man in in management. And then I worked for uh, a Gold Shield fiberglass indicator for 16 years, and then I retired from there. But I had a grandson that was a golfer, and I retired when I was 62 years 62 years old. And him and I, he was eight years old, and we started in golf and going all over the country. And so I got to see a lot of places, and and he was awful good golf golfer and he ended up uh, at Purdue University playing on their golf team. So uh, kind of like uh, your playing days where you played every position with the exception of goaltender you got yeah. to do a lot of different things out of hockey too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah I've, I've been in quite a few sports but uh, you know my grandsons are all good, pretty good athletes. Uh, I had one, one grandson that played uh, college baseball. I had uh, uh, well, actually, I had three of them that played 
college baseball and the one got drafted by the Reds and he was played second base in double A until he hurt his arm and then he then he quit and then I had uh two more that played baseball and and I had the one that golfed at Purdue so we used to come up here for two months every year and just go to a baseball game and golf baseball golf for two months <laughs> see the kid, grandkids play and you were one of the tougher guys back in the day, right, Teddy? Uh, or is uh, everyone everyone was kind of tough back then? I guess you really can't say, say Teddy that. Teddy was tough. Yeah. yeah we, uh, you know, I didn't back down from anybody, but you had guys in the league that put the, put a hanky in their back pocket when they dared <laughs> you to pull it out. And, you know, it's not like oh. now. Uh, I, I guess I haven't seen it anyway like now, except the Stingray's got one guy that's uh, pretty tough. He fights anybody, but he was in the NHL and American League. And but uh, you know, I was one of the bigger guys too. Right. Nowadays, you're an average guy if you played now. Oh, I'd be shorty. Yeah. We're all shrinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's yeah. happening right now. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was great living in Fort Wayne. I wouldn't. Uh, it was a great place to bring your kids up, and I I wouldn't change it for the world. And so many players uh, still live here or, or come back. It's it's really quite remarkable when you think about it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they some of the old-timers, they still have a Wednesday breakfast at 9 o'clock. And when I come up, I get to go to that and get to go out with them. And we all get together still. And you guys uh, won a championship together. And, uh, two, champ yeah, two championships, two, yeah. Two them, yeah, and uh, celebrated last year here in Fort Wayne. So uh, it was kind of neat to have that reunion. Now you got outside of that reunion, do you guys keep in touch as much as oh, you yeah. like? Yeah. When, I, <laughs> when I go down to Florida, I usually stop and see Ted and Betty for a couple of days, and then we head over to our place over at Benita Springs, and then coming back, I'll we'll try to get together on the way back too. And we go down and see them during the winter time at Benita Springs, which is about. Seven hours, eight hours from where where we live, <laughs> and it's it's special. You guys have that bond with two championships. It's right. it's different than yeah. any other team. I'm sure you have teammates that you you love back then, but those championship teams, obviously, you've got the special bond. Oh, well, yeah. there's not too many of us left, Shane. <laughs> right, that, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I just yeah. turned eighty, and Norm's eighty. So, uh, like, I was having breakfast, and Drysdale was sitting beside me. George Drysdale was sitting beside me. And I asked him, I says, George, how old are you now? He says, oh, 93. He says, can you imagine that? <laughs> 93 years old. Where did the years go by? And he sounds like he's about 40. Absolutely. And, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what uh, what you guys drank back in the day, but he, even Bob, uh, you know, <laughs> Bob sounded like Bob and, and, until the day he passed away. I was with him uh, the day he passed away as well. And, and and about two, three days prior to that, I sat down, had a long talk with him, and you, and you wouldn't have known yeah. uh, that, that really anything was wrong with him. Yeah, that's true. Well, George Drysdale told me he was sitting beside him when he died. Yeah, I, I was I was I was there you were that there day. Too? Yes, I was not yeah. there when he when he passed, but I was there a few hours prior. So yeah. that's unbelievable. That's that's too bad. There's a guy, there's a guy that could live forever. You know, after we finished playing hockey, uh, we had uh, like an old timers uh, team where we traveled to Lima, Ohio, and we played all these different 
like we played Mon Montreal Canadiens and we played uh, Detroit. Detroit. And I used to be Bob's uh, defense partner. <laughs> and he always used to, whenever he sees me, he always called me his defense partner. So that, that was pretty enjoyable. So uh, as far as Bob as a player, was he a better broadcaster? Well, no, I, I won't get into that. But he was—he had a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's put it that way, you know. And uh, he treated all you guys oh yeah. the same. Uh, I mean, it was you know very much friendly atmosphere. He That's was true. a jewel. He was a jewel. They—they yeah. they don't make anybody like him anymore, you know. He's been in hockey what sixty, seventy years. Was he in? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's over well over sixty and. Uh, yeah. Very, very, very special because I'm the guy who's got to sit in his chair. Yeah, <laughs> so I certainly uh, know. Uh, what... I, w I wish it was like the old days. I wish I could listen to the hockey games. And, you know, if it was in the old days, like my dad used to listen mm -hmm. to, to the games in Sudbury in Canada. He used to, if he couldn't get it at home, he'd go up in the mountain and he'd get up in the mountain. And, and if if they still had the same radio stations, uh Nowadays, I'd be able to listen to all the games. I watch them. I watch the co computer all the time, and I, you know, I follow comets all the time. Shane, I'm checking my phone here. I just received this last week uh, from Mike Emmerich. It was on Bob Chase uh -huh. calling one of our, our playoff games, and I was taking the draw. There was three seconds left to go, and Mike was here. He was calling the game, and Lenny Thornson was going to take the shot and I got to draw back to Lenny with three seconds to go and he scored the goal to tie the game up and I got I, you know I just got this from uh, Brian Thornson the other day from Mike Emmerich that's that's chilling right there for me yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that doc yeah. was was doing that yeah. <laughs> you know after after we after we had, had retired from hockey and and uh, Mike was still uh broadcasting for Port Huron he used to call you on the phone and see what you were doing and he in in between periods and he'd he'd interview <laughs> over interview in in between periods and you'd be on in between periods it didn't matter where you could you could have been in Charleston or any place so he, he keeps up with Fort Wayne hockey. All oh, oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely, and it's yeah. uh, again, it, it goes back to Bob, as uh, yeah. you know, Bob, Bob taught Doc everything he knows. He taught me everything I yeah. know, and and the fact that, that that Doc and I we have that little bond right there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's just how nice Doc is. It's just a branch from yeah. how Bob was. Yeah, I watch him on uh, on uh, TV all the time. I got the NHL channel, so. I, I've always got a hockey game on or a metal hockey game. So, <laughs> so you never, it never really changed you. Hockey no, is just always. No, no. It, it's, uh, it's in your there. blood and it's going to stay there till the day you die. In fact, uh, Teddy was over at our place yesterday. He says, you know, there's a hockey game on Boston. I said, where? He says, yeah. oh, didn't you read the paper today? I says, well, <laughs> oh, yeah, Boston was playing, uh, what, Washington yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So between the football game and, and the hockey and the baseball game <laughs> we had the tv going back and forth <laughs> watching everything yesterday so yeah yeah well it's nice being retired you guys can uh, that's what you guys do yeah. that's what you're supposed to do yeah well it's uh it's great being retired but you know the aches and pains and the aches <laughs> and pains and i just i'm just getting over being on my back for seven months and i got infection in my knee and i had to 
my old one, my old knee, I, I got it here in Fort Wayne. I was one of the first guys that got it, and that lasted 23 years. And and then I got an infection in it. And I've been on my back for seven months. So <laughs> Look, we got now some, I'm starting to get around again. Got to make up for some lost time there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, you guys look fantastic. I appreciate you guys coming on with me, and I uh, uh, hope to see you guys around Fort Wayne even even more. Yeah, I, you guys got to get back here a little more often. Yeah, I don't know. As far as far as what I did after hockey, I was in sales most of my life, and I uh, worked for ARA, which is a division of Aerotex and so forth. And then um, I was into the janitorial business, and now I'm down in Florida. But you, again, you never left hockey. I mean, no, in a no. way, you always you always kept yeah. your hand in it somehow, yeah. and that's really and that's quite remarkable. Really, when I when I think about it, you know, it's like, you know, Bob went on for so many years, and I've always said when Bob got into his nineties, I'm like, am I going to be able to do this into my nineties yeah. or want yeah. to? And the second I started, when I sat in Bob's chair for the first time after he passed away, I said, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to be just like Bob. Yeah. There's no way I'm going to stop. Yeah. Well, when when you know you. When you're in a salesman, you use uh, hockey as a sales tool. Yeah, that opened a lot of doors for me. Yeah. I mean, I just walk in, they yeah. say, oh, yeah, I know who you are. I mean, yeah, we'll do business with you and stuff like that. So and it was great. Especially yeah. when you guys played, it was yeah. obviously a tougher environment, so oh, it yeah. probably set you up even for later in life uh, yeah. <laughs> to have that toughness just going out on the streets, especially if you're in sales, you know what that's like. Yeah, we had a great time in Fort Wayne. I wouldn't change it for anything. A lot of parties. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good times. One of, of, one of our favorite lot places. Lot of great guys too. One of our f favorite places. We were coming back from the uh, southwest end of town, and Teddy says, "Is Shady Nook still there?" And I said, "Yeah, it is." I said, "You want to stop for a draft?" He says, "Well, maybe we better not." But we used to, after practice, we go to Shady Nook and had some beers and. Yeah, that place has been open what sixty years now. So your, your your hangouts are still around. Still oh, around. Yeah. Yeah. Still around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I used to bring my kids. Uh, they had a, a family room, and sometimes I had to babysit and, you know, bring my kids there for lunch and have chili. <laughs> yeah, that was a favorite. Chili. That was our favorite. <laughs> we always had chili there. Did you guys ever room together on the road? Oh, yeah. All Were you guys roommates? Yeah. All, all yeah, most of the years we roomed together. Yeah. I was talking to to our captain Jamie Shaftsma today, yeah. and one of the questions I asked him since he's been been playing so long, who was his weirdest roommate or who was his favorite roommate? And he had wonderful stories of you know who was the guy who he would get stuck with. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was roommate with Norm probably what five six years. Five probably. Yeah, about that today. Yeah. yeah. And we met uh, in Springfield in American League, and then in fact Norm was. A, was the person that got me here in Fort Wayne. Yeah, uh, Ken asked me, he says, what do you think about Teddy Wright? I says, well, Teddy's, you know, he, you better get him here. I says, he's a good hockey player, he's tough and all that stuff. So he, he needed another player, so we got Teddy because Teddy was no longer in Springfield. So that's, that's how Teddy came down to Fort Wayne. And you're from Winnipeg, right? I'm from Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Winnipeg so yeah. you're quite a ways, but you're from Sudbury, which is a little Sudbury. closer to, yeah. to Fort Wayne. Yeah. yeah, grew up in Winnipeg and... You know, Lenny, Lenny Thornton's from Winnipeg, and, you know, we, we talk about old times and stuff like that. Blogged to Montreal and Chicago, but uh, never made the big time, just American League. That's, that's as high as I got. Yeah, I played with a few guys that weren't bad hockey players either. I played with uh, Makita. I played with Bobby Hull. 
I played with uh, Dennis DeJordi, uh, Hatfield, uh, uh, Stapleton. We had some junior teams yeah. that, you know, we, we, we went right through the whole league all year and then lost out in the playoffs in two years and all those guys were playing before they went to Chicago. There wasn't any room for me, but <laughs> but you managed to, to so, stick around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, Stan Makita, who we also lost, uh, yeah. you know, what do what do you remember about Stan Makita? Oh, he was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he had come from uh, Czechoslovakia and he lived with his aunt and and his uncle, and they had a a room downstairs. And we used to go over there and play all kinds of games. And even when we were too young to drink, we used to have a few drinks down there. And <laughs> nobody knew, eh? But no, nobody knew. No. And but Stan, he, uh, I remember one time we were playing in Hamilton, and uh, it was Apple Day. So Stan got in this big fight down the people in the in the place, started throwing apples at us. <laughs> So we all got on in the middle of the ice, and we all started throwing apples back. And he was the guy that caused it oh. all. That, you know, he was one of those guys that caused fights and never ended up fighting because he always had some tough guys to take care of him. But you know, he was a great hockey player. He was probably when you look at the the big guys, the big hockey players like Gordy Howe and and. Uh, all those guys and he was he was right up there with them he he could do anything and you think about the the, the talent that you guys oh, played yeah. with oh, you know yeah. Uh, yeah. Who, who you came yeah. in contact with either against or yeah. or played with it's yeah. it's really quite mind-boggling when you oh, look yeah. at the names that you you just yeah. mentioned and guys who are in the hall of fame and you're like wow i played against that guy yeah. or i played with him well, I, i'm yeah. telling teddy uh, i got a all kind of memorabilia in my basement and uh I was looking at some programs the other day when I played against Howe, when I played against oh, different guys, and it was just, you know, and uh, my wife says, what are you going to do with all that stuff? I said, well, you know, give it to my son, and my son says, well, I don't know, I don't want it, Dad. I mean, I don't know, what am I going to do with it? But, yeah, we played against a lot, a lot of good guys. Yeah. And now you mentioned, uh, you said you have a, a, a big trove of, of memorabilia. Do you have a favorite piece in there? Uh, well, I got the... When I scored the five goals in St. Paul, I got the puck there with it, with engraved with my name on it and, and the, the date and so forth. And uh, you had your all-star jersey. All-star jersey. I got my. Maybe I shouldn't tell this. I got my all-star jersey from '59 from the IHL. Wow. Yeah, I do have that. And uh, well, I did have two of them. <laughs> I say there's yeah. a story here. Yeah. <laughs> I did have two of them, and um, my friend, I got a real good friend down in in the Bonita Springs that uh, he deals a lot of with cards and, and the jerseys and all that stuff. So he, he kept bugging me, boy. He said, "Why don't you sell that extra jersey that you got, that All Star jersey?" And I said, "Well, I don't know, maybe, maybe I will." So we put it on, we put it on eBay, and this is I'm just going back maybe about I'd say four years now, yeah, and I sold it. But I still have my number four. You've got yours. Yeah. There's a happy yeah. fan out yeah. there. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> I had I had two of my jerseys too, and uh, both my boys played uh, high school football. 
And the next thing I know, they I see my jerseys <laughs> and the sleeves are cut oh. out of them. And they're using Shoulder pads. Them. Yeah, they're using them to practice uh, football. So there goes the now jersey. I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But I catch a lot of games down in the in the, well, it's a sterile Fort Myers. Yeah. You know, and Teddy gets a lot see a lot of games in South Carolina. And it's a, it's the two cities that we don't get scheduled to play yeah. a whole lot of games in, which yeah. is a shame. Yeah, yeah, it is a shame too. I'd I'd like to see the Comets come down there yeah. more often. The last time uh, Fort Wayne was down in the, in Florida, I I got thirty eight people to go to the game. So when's Fort Wayne coming again? I said, I don't know when they're coming again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know when Fort Wayne's coming again. And, that, and that's amazing. Every city we go to, you find Comet yeah. fans yeah. who either grew up here or just grew up listening to Bob, and they've never been oh, yeah. to Fort Wayne, but they are Comet fans, and that's just uh, incredible. Yeah. One one year we were playing an, uh, an old-timers game, and we used to play old-timers game for charity all the time, and, and some guy – where in Massachusetts or something that used to listen to Bob on the radio right. all the time yeah. came he came we had, came to that game and came to the party after and everything and you know we used to play against Hollywood All-Stars and that and after we had a party and here you're sitting with this guy that's on TV all the time and <laughs> that was MacGyver I was going to yeah, say MacGyver. yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah MacGyver, MacGyver okay. sat at our table yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We also had a pretty good softball team too. A softball team, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we. Uh, we'll tell you a story of this one. We uh, one weekend we went to Lima to play the guys from Lima. They were supposed to have a real good team, and so okay, the Fort Wayne Comets are coming. The old guys are going to go over and play against them, and we beat them. What we played two, three games, Teddy. Well, we played uh, two games. We played a keg of beer each game. <laughs> And we beat them the two games. And but we invited them to drink the, the beer after. We were nice. And, nice guys. And all our hitters, I don't know how many guys we had on yeah. the team at that time, were all left-handed. And I was right-handed and someone else was right And they kept whacking, hitting the home runs right out of the ballpark. Everybody was hitting the home run out of the ballpark. We had a good time. <laughs> so even after the season, you guys were oh, still yeah. teammates. You oh, still yeah. found a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, played, uh, we played in Lima. In different places, uh, we started to play for Lima after a while. All the old-timers. There was Jerry Randall and, and Norm Reggie and I and, and Reggie and Lenny Thornson. And I think that's the only guy yeah, that, I think that we, was it too, we yeah. played. And we played all different. We used to go there every weekend. We'd play there Friday and Saturday. And they'd give us 45 bucks a game and $45 a game. And, you know, we'd stop and eat and bring our wives and <laughs> <laughs> blow it at the restaurant or the bar. Pay for the bar tabs. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, you know, you talk about you guys, you know, hanging out at the Shady Nook. You, you went out, you're, you're, you're drinking after softball games, you're going to the restaurant, and you look at the athletes now where you know the diet is regulated, they're certainly not going out drinking. But you yeah. guys managed to have a good time and play really good oh, hockey yeah. at the same yeah. time. Well, my, my training was uh, before training camp. I used to go to Frankie Park with my wife Jan, my son James, and I'd maybe bring the tennis rackets and play for a while, and maybe run around. I don't know, 
maybe 50 yards or 75 yards, and that was it. That was my training camp for myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah nowadays you have to be in shape oh, to get yeah. to training oh, camp, yeah. and yeah, back yeah. in the day, training camp was there to get in shape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I played uh, a lot of uh, fastball when I when I in the summer times here. I played on on two world championship teams, not in two world champions and fast pitch fast pitch softball yeah yep. we used to play 85 games all every summer we used to travel all over and the kids used to come with us and they all end up going being good baseball players and we really liked fort wayne it was a great place to bring up your kids i wouldn't have changed it for anything you know he comes back i mean i come back with my wife she really doesn't want to come back <laughs> Because we're only two miles from the beach, and she says, I don't want to come back to Fort Wayne because I'm that close to the beach, and I love Florida more than, like, Fort Wayne. So, but was it hard for you guys to leave, though? I mean, obviously, older, uh, uh, you're getting older, warmer climate. Obviously, that makes sense. But really, was it, was it difficult to leave? Well, for me, I missed the hockey, you know, because for oh, the Comets give us two uh, season tickets every year for – Probably I we came to the games forty years. Yeah, and that was hard, you know. But I was lucky. I moved to a place where they had had hockey, and but they always treated us really well here. And of course, southern hockey is a little bit different than than what we play up here a little bit. I mean, so as, as far as the fan base go, obviously it's probably not as knowledgeable. But well, you know, when you're down south, you get a lot of northerners come down for mm-hmm. the wintertime. And they, you know, you see they've got their their jerseys on, whatever it may be. They follow their National League teams, and uh, so they got their jerseys on. But there's a lot of knowledgeable fans there. There, there really is. You know. Yeah, hockey's worldwide now. It doesn't matter. You could be a kid in some little place in Arizona and be playing in the National League. And, you know, at, when, I, when I first broke in, there was one American kid that played in the National League. And it was Burns, and uh, he played with Detroit. And he was born in Canada, but moved to the United States. Now the hockey players are from all over the world, and making the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that yep. that part I miss. <laughs> yeah. But it sounds like you guys got uh, plenty of food and plenty of beer back in the day. Oh, you, we were, oh, yeah. you were paid in that. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's more stories too, Shane. But oh, you know, yeah. I was just thinking one just now with. A lot of times, well, you know, when you went on the road, you brought your your lunch with you or your, uh, not your lunch, after game meal, okay? Uh-huh. And I'll get back to Nelly again. Nelly used to always sit at the back of the yeah. bus, and he'd have his his food in the bag, and inside his bag, and he'd have a bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Ken never caught him, though. He'd always come back there, and never, yeah. he'd never catch him. But we always stopped after games if we were on the road uh, Ken would let us stop and get a couple of beers and bring them in the bus and, you know, eat your sandwich, drink your beer. If beer is better than Pepsi, at least you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, at least you can sweat beer out. You right. Know? You know, nowadays the kids all drink liquor, I think. <laughs> well, they're in better shape than we are. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they are, they are, they're in fantastic shape. Well, look at. Look at the captain. Now. You just saw Jamie yeah, Shaftesman, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Look at how big he is. Yeah. And I used to be one of the bigger guys. Yeah. And he made me look like a midget. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they take care of themselves, though. Yeah, really but it sounds like you guys had more fun. So, oh yeah, we probably did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. These guys probably have their fun. You know, hockey's a tough game. If you, you can't just live hockey, you gotta you gotta enjoy yourself. That's right. So the, that's you, right. The more you enjoy yourself, the better you play. Sometimes. <laughs> well, thank you guys. I won't keep you any longer. I'll let you yeah. guys get back and enjoy this nice day. But you thanks a lot for, for coming up really here. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us on. Yeah. Oh, that was wonderful. Teddy Wright and Norm Wozlowski. Those guys has got stories forever and ever and ever. Two great guys, two great Comet legends. And again, younger Comet fans, please appreciate these guys. Go up and say hello to them. There's a lot of older Comet fans who come to the games. They're around all the time. So please go up and thank them for making Comet hockey happen, including those two guys, Norm Wozlowski and Teddy Wright. Great conversation. Wonderful to have them on the podcast. And we hope to get some more Comet legends down the road. So thanks for listening to this week's episode, Combat Ops Arena Comments Podcast. Make sure you check out our sponsors on Lay Road and at CombatOpsArena.com. I've been your host, Shane Alberani, and you've been listening to the Comments Podcast.